What is up guys, Mark here and welcome to the podcast. Just to mention, these are totally unmonetized, so if you're able to support, the Patreon link is in the description below. But of course, no pressure to do so. Thank you so much guys, much love to you. What is up guys, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark and today we're covering some more r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too. And that is only if you enjoy the content, of course. If you don't, then fair enough, right? <laughs> and yesterday we had a new member, Andrea Burgos. Thank you so, so much for joining us and for your email too. That was absolutely amazing of you. So thank you so, so much. And with that being said, let's get straight in to today's stories. Much love, guys. Our first story comes from Chels Do. Am I the asshole for telling my mum she may no longer see my children anymore after she baptised my daughter without telling me? Little backstory, I grew up in a very religious home. We went to church, non-denominational, two to three times per week. I always questioned what I was being taught. And when I was in sixth grade and going to a Christian school, I realised I was agnostic. I live in the Bible Belt, so it's difficult having my beliefs or lack thereof. Despite my family all being religious, they've all respected my beliefs. Not just mine, but my daughter's, ages eight and nine. Dad who is an atheist as well. Everyone except my mother. A couple of years ago, we told her she could no longer take the girls to church. We felt they were being too indoctrinated and both were starting to deny science. She argued with us, but realized how serious we were. She knew if she took them to church after sleepover, she'd be risking able to see them and be in their life. Little did I know, she'd been having Bible study with the girls on nights they would spend the night with her. Maybe every three weeks or so, the girls would have a sleepover with her. The girls had a sleepover with her this past Saturday. She brought them home to me Sunday afternoon. My fiance and I were asking them if they had fun, what they did do, etc. My eight-year-old then said, I got baptized. Excuse me, what? I remained calm because I didn't want her to think she was in trouble or did something wrong. I asked her whose idea that was. She said mine. Okay, so I asked a few more questions and realized she had the idea because she was told if she were to die, she'd go to hell. She was terrified, so my mum baptized my baby. My daughter said my mum asked the questions and everything before the baptism, like do you accept Jesus into your heart? I was truly blown away by what she had done. It was such a breach of mine and their dad's trust and she crossed a huge line. I sent a group text to my mum and the girl's dad with the following. I don't know why I'm shocked redacted but i'm actually blown away by your enormous breach in trust you crossed a huge line you know how ken and i feel about religion and for poor emmy to have the belief she will die and go to hell if she doesn't get baptized putting that into her head is child abuse no other way to look at that my heart is broken for the girls because i know how difficult and confusing it's going to be for them to not see you anymore but i absolutely cannot trust you with them anymore my ex followed up with this she is speaking for the both of us on this i am heartbroken that you're forced into having to do this so am I overreacting? Is this going to be more harmful to my children who have a relationship with her? Am I the asshole? Wow, baptizing kids behind the parents' back. That is a new one on me and that is absolutely crazy. I can't say you're the asshole in this situation. So definitely not the asshole. Clearly the, the grandmum is, oh, I just can't get over that. However, there's a little corner of my brain that's just sort of saying this is a sad situation that the grandmother's going to lose out and the kids are going to lose out on their grandmother too. But obviously you can't trust her at the same time. And I would have loved to have known what the, the grandmother said to this in the end. But let's have a look at the comments below to see what we can find. 
Themedium Chunk says, Not the arsehole, she breached your trust and knew exactly what would happen if she did it again. She's only getting the exact consequence that she was warned of. Telling a child if they aren't baptised they'll go to hell is just cruel. Religion should not be dependent on the fear of what will happen if people don't follow. I will talk to your girls about religion, maybe have a culture night at the house once a week where you learn about new religions and explore what they believe. That way you can educate your daughter that not everyone believes the same thing and that religion is meant to cast fear into believers. OP replies to this saying, you know what, that is an excellent idea. My fiance and I started talking about all the other religions in the world and my daughter's eyes got huge. I brought this up with her before, but I'm guessing she forgot. I think a cultural night is a wonderful idea. Thank you. Jeep Naked says, not the arsehole, teach them about other religions. That's what turned me into an atheist. Sam Wilde says, not the arsehole, 100% she crossed the line and knew what she was doing and risking. I'm so sorry this happened to you and your family. Before Pangea says, not the arsehole, that's a pretty vital boundary. She won't respect your wishes on that. What else will she take it upon herself to decide in regard to your kids? She blew it big. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this story? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story one. And our next story is from Bold 40 Man. Am I the arsehole for being offended that my daughter called me ugly? This isn't a big deal, but I feel like I'm going crazy over it. Yesterday at dinner, my daughter, 15 female, was telling my wife, 40 female, and I, 45 male, about a guy she likes in school, and she thinks he likes her back. My wife and I were happy for her, and I would support her liking anyone that treats her right and makes her happy. She was telling us how he's smart, funny, and has a great six-pack. I'm used to girl talk. My wife laughed and said something along the lines of, as long as he's a good person. My daughter replied, well yeah, but looks are also important. I don't want to end up with someone like daddy. I asked her what she meant by that. I don't remember exact words, but it's something along the lines of that, I'm round, bold, and short. There was no immediate just kidding from her. I told her that wasn't a nice thing to say and that she should apologize. Before she said anything though, my wife chimed in teasing that guys were always so sensitive. My daughter laughed. I usually would immediately address this kind of situation, but I was pretty upset and didn't want to scream or cry. I know that's so lame. I stayed mostly silent for the rest of dinner. A bit of background, I've recently been feeling more self-conscious. I'm not ugly, even if I was, I have other qualities to make up for it. And I know that my wife adores me, but I've definitely noticeably gained some weight and lost some hair. My wife is as stunning and useful as the day I met her, and my daughter is the spitting image of her. However, I have a feeling that if my daughter insulted her appearance, she'd be very offended and expect me to back her up. Before bed, I addressed the issue with my wife. I explained that it hurt my feelings, that I want to teach my daughter to be kind to others, and that it would mean a lot if we could both talk to my daughter about why saying that was not right. My wife didn't take me seriously at all. Among the things she said was that the best way to make someone stop teasing you is to ignore it. I don't want to treat my daughter like a middle school bully, and that she, my wife, was also materialistic at that age, but grew out of it on her own. She also said that I was asking for it by asking her what she meant. I told my wife that I was disappointed in her and I would be talking to my daughter alone when she comes home from school today. I plan on talking to my daughter today, both because I'm still offended and I really don't want her to say that to anyone else. I don't plan on punishing her, just having an honest conversation and seeing where it goes. Nonetheless, I'm partially wondering if I'm the arsehole for escalating the situation since it's a one-off occurrence. Now, I can't say, again, I can't say you're the arsehole in the situation. Imagine if the roles were reversed in this situation. You rocked up at the table and you just turned around and said, oh, look at you two, you're fat. Imagine the psychological effects that can have on someone. 
We all know that from the many stories that we read on this channel, how hurtful words can be. I can guarantee you, your daughter would hate it if you was to say something along those lines. And as you said, it's not a kind thing to do and you don't want her telling other people this. If she's willing to say it to you, she'd probably say it to her friends about someone else or directly to someone else, which, you know, isn't a great thing, is it? So I think you're totally right. And I think your wife is in the wrong big time in here for not backing you up and, and playing down your feelings. Like you said, imagine if that, the, that was the other way around. She would hate that, I guarantee that. So yes, not the arsehole, but let's have a look at the comments below to see what they say. Method Man says, not the arsehole. What the fuck is wrong with two of them? Go in there and call them fat. And when they freak out and get upset, say that women always get so easily offended. That has showcased their hypocrisy. And quotes, I don't plan on punishing her. And then says, why not? That's how children learn. Consequences. Awesome one says, totally not the arsehole. What your daughter said was totally rude and uncalled for. And your wife shouldn't be so okay with her saying that either. Bridgeness07 says, not the arsehole. Even if she was joking, that's a behavior that needs to be put to rest before she starts talking to others that way, regardless of how someone looks. It's not right to judge them solely on that. Shady Nasty says, not the arsehole. Your wife needs to have your back. Your daughter was just being dumb teenage girl and obviously wouldn't find a middle-aged man attractive, so I wouldn't take it too personally. But I agree you should speak to her so she understands words can hurt. And Nate Hatred says, not the arsehole. The real arsehole here is your wife, like a big gaping one. <laughs> Oof. Mercurial Planner says, not the arsehole. It's a huge problem when we tell men slash boys that they're being too sensitive when someone makes hurtful comments. Your wife's behavior is really disappointing and I think sitting your daughter down and explaining that she upset you is an excellent idea. Yes, honest, open conversation usually fixes most things. So I'm gonna turn it to you guys now. What do you guys think about this situation? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story two. And our next story is from Cancer Ridden Carnival. Am I the ass for asking my 31 male wife, 35 female, to go to her family for emotional support for her breast cancer? Throw away because my friends are on Reddit. I know it sounds bad, but please hear me out. Cancer has always been really bad in my family. In the last five years, we've lost my cousin and my maternal grandmother to cancer. My elderly father with dementia was diagnosed with skin cancer last year. My uncle just started hospice care after battling with lung cancer for years. On top of this, my uncle had previously cared for by my aunt, but she was killed in a car accident back in January, so my uncle and their seven-year-old son moved in with my mother. Because of this, my mum is now caring for two people with cancer and a child trying to continue to do her job, elementary school teacher, via Zoom meetings. Virus prevented me from being able to help my mother, but once restrictions eased and my wife and I had been self-isolating for four weeks before that, I started going to my mother's to help out. This ended with me spending the last month and a half there helping make sure my cousin was doing his schoolwork and coordinating the hospice workers who were coming into my parents' home to deal with my uncle while my mother primarily handles my father. Last week, my wife called me and told me that she had found a lump in her breast just before I left the last time. But I hadn't wanted to worry me if it was nothing, but after a number of appointments had been confirmed that it was breast cancer. She said it was caught in the early stages and the prognosis was good. Her doctor recommended a mastectomy. Then she asked me when I was coming home because she wanted me with her for a surgery. This is where I think I might have been the asshole. I told her to ask her family to support her through the surgery because there were multiple people in my family that needed me, not just her. She got quiet and said, okay, then got off the phone. We usually talk daily, but she hasn't called me or answered my call since. This morning, I looked at my phone to find multiple text messages from her family members who live on the other side of the US, calling me an asshole for not being there for her. 
My mum has said that my wife will get over it and it's just two little surgeries. One to remove the breast and the other to put an implant. She'll be fine. I think my mum acting like it was no big deal was the biggest sign that I might have messed up. She has never really liked my wife, so her not taking the opportunity to also shit on my wife for even asking for my help is a red flag. But I don't want to leave my family in the lurch to go sit with my wife for what is probably a couple of routine surgeries. God damn, man. How can you just say it's just a couple of routine surgeries? That is the, like the worst line in this post to me. It's that you just, you're playing it down. It's not just a couple of routine surgeries. That woman is losing her breast or breasts. Oh, Christ, man. She needed you there for her mo emotional support. She's going to be going through a rough time and probably after the surgery as well. The psychological effects of losing the breast has got to be huge. And I had an aunt who had mastectomy and let me tell you, it wasn't just a couple of routine surgeries. She was battle battling that mentally for what quite a while after. So no, you are the arsehole in the situation and your mother is too. But let's have a look at the comments below to see what they say. Unsociably Social says, my grandmother had a mastectomy for breast cancer. She later became a peer support volunteer for women going through it. It is not just a couple of routine surgeries. It's an intense psychological trauma in addition to physical injury. A woman's breasts are more than just a physical feature. They are part of us in the way your testicles are part of you. And the loss of one or both is a major event. You're the arsehole, although I understand your reasons. She is your wife. You promise to be with her for the better or worse. She is your priority. It's a tough position you're in, but your wife needs you. After all, it wouldn't be just an operation if you had to have a testicle removed for cancer, would it? Ron fucking Swanson says, you're the arsehole, congrats, you just ended your marriage. Empty Plate says, you're the arsehole, she's your wife and you need to be there. Your mum is the arsehole too. If my husband told me to look elsewhere for cancer support, I'd do just that, permanently. Wickedness says, you're the arsehole and quotes a section and says, ugh, you're her fucking family arsehole. This is such a disgusting level of arseholishness that I'm struggling to believe this is real. And quotes another section then says, yeah dude, you done fucked up. And it's really sad that you need your mum's arsehole behaviour to illustrate that for you. Good luck saving your marriage after this. And then there was a small update after which says, update, the comments I got this morning were a wake up call. I drove home to my wife and we've been talking since. At least for now, it doesn't look like she's planning to divorce me, though I accept I deserve it. And I turn it to you guys. What do you guys think of this story? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story three. And our next story is from a throwaway account. Am I the arsehole for firing a pregnant employee? Hello, I, 38 female, own a gym. I have five instructors who work for me, as well as myself and my boyfriend who instruct classes. There was one employee, Erica, who told me that she was pregnant, but that she wanted to continue instructing classes for as long as possible. She, like all my other employees, are not full-time employees. They get paid per class. Erica has a full-time job as a preschool teacher. She would originally come here after work four times a week to teach two classes at night, as well as Saturday mornings and sometimes Sundays, depending on need. All classes are about an hour and a half. I expect my employees to get there 15 minutes before their class starts and stay 15 minutes after at least. They are paid $20 a class. Early on, Erica told me that she was going to be dropping one of her Thursday classes, which began at 7.30. Her reasoning was that it ended too late. She said that after class and cleaning the gym, the class of the night needs to clean, close the gym. She wasn't getting out until 9, 9.15, and she was too tired. I allowed her to drop the class, but since this was her assigned shift, I couldn't find anyone else to agree to cover it. And because of this, I had to take over her class, meaning I was at the gym from open till close. 
The next incident happened a few months later. While instructing, it is our policy for our instructors to wear a shirt, with either the name of our gym on it or just plain black. I came into the gym while Erica was instructing to find her wearing an olive green tank top. I pulled her aside and reminded her to please wear a shirt with the gym's logo on it. She responded that none of them that she had fit over her belly anymore. I did not believe this. I'd seen her wearing shirts that she had been wearing pre-pregnancy at this point. But I told her that she could also wear a plain black shirt, to which she replied, a little annoyed, that this was the only shirt she had available at the moment and she thought dark green would be close enough to black. I told her no, if our policy was black or dark green, I would have told her that and it wasn't a surprise she would be teaching a class that day so she should have been prepared. I could tell she was annoyed by this and the rest of her class her energy was definitely off. The last straw happened a few weeks after that. I got a text from a member at 5.55, class began at 6, that nobody was at the gym and she couldn't get in. I called Erica to see where she was and she said she was running late, that she'd be there in 10 minutes. Since I expect my employees to be there 15 minutes early, this would make her 25 minutes late. I told her not to bother, that if she was going to continue to let her performance slip, there was no need for her to continue working for us. Was I the asshole? Adding, this all happened before COVID. To everyone commenting on my employees' wages, they agreed to this pay. I'm upfront and honest about their pay and what is expected of them. It's not as though she didn't know how much she was going to get paid when she began working here. I'm not sure if this is relevant or the same, but in the UK, we're, I'm not sure if they're still about now, but there was, a, there was a time where everyone was given like zero hours work contracts where they can bring you in only when you're needed. And it's pretty much minimum wage then. And people only took those if they were desperate. I hate it when like bosses sort of say, they agreed to this pay, I'm upfront and honest. Yeah, but they're desperate for money, so they're gonna take their job. I mean, she's a full-time working teacher. I'm, I can't imagine she's doing it after her work just for fun, you know and they're paid $20 per class and they're required to be 15 minutes before, 15 minutes after. So what they work in, and then the classes are about an hour, you say. So they're working an hour and a half for like $20. God damn, man. In some ways, I think you've done the girl a favor by firing her so she can look for something else where she can, might get paid something decent, you know. But I'm going to say, and I'm basing it on the same sort of thing in the UK where we have these zero hours contracts where you're just paid to come in for that time. And I'm looking at this at kind of the same way. So I'm going to say you're the arsehole just for that because I hate zero hours contracts. They're absolutely disgusting. And people may argue they wouldn't have a job if they wasn't doing those, but I still don't agree with them. I don't think they're, they're a good practice to have. And they just set the, the bar on work practices really low. People shouldn't be treated like that. Regardless, I'm babbling. Let's go to the comments below <laughs> to see what we can find. Kback18 says, full stop, you pay them $20 for 1.75 hours of work and have that at high expectations, you're the arsehole for sure. Single Pastry Chef Life says, actually it's two hours of work because they arrive 15 minutes early and stay 15 minutes after teaching, a one and a half hour class, so $10 an hour. Edit, and those teaching the last class of the day have to clean up. You're the arsehole, and firing the employee is way far down your list of offences. You're the arsehole for paying $10 an hour for people to teach class at your gym. Seriously, that's above minimum wage, not a living wage. You also expect the last instructor of the night to clean things and close up. I'm amazed you have instructors. Being totally flexible in dress code policy to the point of interrupting a class over them. Would it so much kill you if an instructor wore a blue shirt one time? Could you not wait until the class was over? What problem does Olive Green cause your business exactly? If you want people to wear a uniform, you need to provide it and you need to make sure it comes in acceptable sizes. And even then, you need to consider some flexibility, like letting the person teach hot yoga stripped down to a tank top or accepting that, especially given that your instructors are underpaid as heck, they will sometimes run into laundry issues. 
relying on instructors, you pay shit to make sure your gym is open. Sometimes an employee does not work out and you let someone go, but gyms require personnel to run and you, as the owner of said gym, might want to reconsider some of your choices. Now, I'm gonna turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this story? Let me know, what is the minimum wage in the US by the way? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story four. Once again, guys, thank you for being here today. You are always truly appreciated here. Massive, massive thank you. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.